Jerry. We're here live in the pocket of the void that I use for my newsroom, here with a breaking report. It seems that the short-lived calm in the world of Avalis is over, folks, and things are worse than ever. So I've pulled our heroes into the studio to get them out of whatever world-saving adventures they were working on and have them give their thoughts on what happened. Fran, Corbin, Slake, welcome back to the studio. Uh, I think my brain is going down my throat. That's normal. <coughs> That's my throat. Uh, that's my brain, Corbin. <laughs> my brain now. <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> oh, don't worry. That's just the transdimensional brain fog. It'll wear off in a little bit. Now, as I understand it, Fran, once you escape from the void with your boyfriend Phelan, the betrayer, his awful brother Orestes the Pillaging came knocking on your metaphorical door. Now tell me, why on earth would he show up asking for your help? Well, Orestes, he showed up to ask us if we could help rescue his mom and Phelan's mom, Cassandrea. She had gotten caught praying to Phelan back when we were in the void. And as punishment, she was going to be used as a sacrifice to revive Torva. You know, since you guys put an end to his last attempt to come back. So we headed back to Hero's Gate to, to rescue her. But things didn't go well. Yeah, we, we did get trapped in a force cage. Uh, it, it turned out Orestes uh, was also pretty into the whole betraying thing. A big shocker there. Lots of poop. We got, like, bathed in lots of poop. I mean, we had to go through a sewer. That's one way of phrasing it, I suppose. We were bathed in poop. <laughs> I don't like it when you say it like that. I didn't like it happening, but we can't always have what we like. I dropped a I dropped a room on Orestes. Do you guys yeah, remember that? Carbon basically saved us from this whole situation. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you really blew shit up. Oh wow. Family drama, am I right? So you guys made it out. Then what happened to Cassandrea? Phelan took her to a temple where they would be able to stay with some tiefling monks and find shelter. So he left us again. Oh. Partings are such sweet sorrow. But then how did you get from the sewers outside of Hero's Gate all the way over to the Dwarven cities? That's a pretty big trek, especially when your god boyfriend just, you know, left you on the side of the road. Anyway, uh, yeah, as you tactfully brought up, it was kind of a, a rough time. Yeah. So anyway, Mary had seen some of what Torva was plotting while she was stuck in the void. Enough to know that he was doing something in Esadel, but not much more. Esadel is like the the main place for dwarves to be. The dwarven kingdom. Wow, it sounds fantastic. So you went to Esadel? Uh, well, yeah. The Estrans had sent a spy in to the Warrens, Swan Roxen. Um, so Mary wanted to find him and see what was going on. So we had to cross the jaws of Sertinus. The sea! And we had to send a message. Oh, we had a really great idea because we know some pirates, right? And we were like, pirates have boats. So, uh, we sent my good friend. <laughs> my good, good friend. <laughs> What's his name again? Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, his name's Gary Corbin, you psychopath. <laughs> Can you keep track of the abominations that you create? <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, I got a lot of people that I know, and I can only keep a few names in my head at once. You think that God knows all the names of his creations? What's my name? Say it right now. Which God? Jan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be the transdimensional brain fog again. Don't worry, Corbin. You'll remember the names of your friends in five to ten business days. Mm, I don't know about that one. Uh, What's his excuse the rest of the time? Don't make promises for me. Anyways, anyways, I sent Gary, my good friend, the Slugabird, to the pirates, and they loved him so much that they gave us uh, so a quick pointer to a nice, very cool smuggler that they knew. And they told us never to contact them again. Because they loved Gary so much. Right. Uh, well, I, there's one person whose name I bet that you can still remember, Corbin. Strong Betty. Selmy! Strong Selmy! Oh, that's right! From over the waves! <laughs> oh, we knew her as Strong Betty first. Oh, shit, first. you're right. I have the brain fog! <laughs> <laughs> oh, a smuggler? You always hear tales about dashing, swashbuckling smugglers. Was this person right out of a fairy tale? Did they have an eye patch? Uh, she didn't have an eye patch, but pretty much everything else was, like, very cool. She fired um, a gun at me. She liked us right away, and, um... <laughs> We're best friends now. She continued to still like us and want us around. Shooting people is how you say I love you in... Dwarvish. Dwarvish. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we did cross the Jaws of Certainness with our new BFF, Salmi. And we were attacked by Torva's resurrected dragon that tried to kill us back in Ilfra. And our boat was destroyed. So well, Selmy's pretty... boat. Yeah, it did yeah. belong to Selmy. Good but... thing she liked us so much so she wasn't mad. <laughs> uh, but, but, but we did make it. We used our, our magic and we, we held the boat together long enough. And, and Corbin pulled it since we didn't have a sail yeah, I did. Uh, not as a boy. He didn't just get in the water and pull it. <laughs> I swam with my little legs so fast. <laughs> he didn't have legs at the time. You were a dolphin, right? Fran cut my legs off and threw me in the water, yeah. <laughs> he was a dolphin at the time. Anyway, we got to the other continent. We made it across the Jaws of Certainness. We scared off the dragon by summoning a serpent who got possessed by Certainness himself. And it was really crazy. But with no time to think about that, uh, we, 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 we got to the city of Rudval. Rudval is the only city on the Dwarven continent that's above ground. It's where smugglers and, and also regular tradespeople can meet up and trade with the dwarves. The dwarves don't come out from their warrens very much. Yeah, so, well, I mean, funny thing about Selmy, uh, you know, as close as we all are, she was uh, a little upset about her boat. So uh, she she took a little break from being around us, uh, and we were looking for a way into the underground city. And funny thing, Selmy actually uh, reappeared and tried to stop us. Uh, all normal, healthy behavior between best friends. <laughs> yes. Uh, it it kind of turned out that she controlled smuggling in Essadel on a much more official level than we'd previously thought, but... We were able to, uh, due to our close personal bond, convince her of the urgency of our situation, and she agreed to escort us into the Warrens as our guide and best friend. 
Wow, it sounds like the most exclusive invite ever. No one ever gets into the dwarven city of Esadel unless they're a dwarf. I've heard amazing things. It's got wonders beyond anything ever imagined on the surface. Tell me all about it. Well, there's a lot of glowing mushrooms that you can eat. I don't yeah, know that I would say that you can them. eat them. I'm not supposed to eat them. That's a pro. You know, I would almost argue that the central thing we maybe could take away from our recent experience <laughs> is that you really shouldn't eat the mushrooms that are glowing. Listen, and this you is... shouldn't probably eat anything that isn't traditionally food. All semantics. <laughs> all semantics. But you know the real thing that kind of sucked about um, the Warrens was there was a lot of metal that hated magic. Yeah. A lot. The whole ceiling was like latticed with this anti-magic warding. And uh, basically anybody who was using spells, we could only do half as much. It was pretty tough. It was a pretty amazing city, though. Uh, there was a cart system that could take you all around at high speeds and their architecture and... Just the structure of the caverns were really breathtaking. Too bad about the whole uh, anti-magic thing, though. Yeah, I mean, we may do. And anyways, we were being kind of thrown about the city. We were on the carts, and that was fun, I guess. Um, and, then I, and then I looked around, and I thought I saw Phelan in a crowd. So I did what any normal person would do, and I jumped out of the cart and fell uh, 50 to 100 feet and chased after <laughs> him. <laughs> You know, I would argue that the only people who were normal were the ones who didn't jump out of the cart. And on that note, what did you do, Slake? Um, well, I was very worried about my good friend Corbin. And I may have allegedly jumped out of a moving cart. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I mean, it, it, uh, tensions are running high. We, yeah, we saw Phelan. We saw Swan Roxon being abducted by cultists. You know, sometimes you just have to uh, make a split-second decision. You know what? Some of us make better split-second decisions than others, though. Uh, and I would say that anybody in a, 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 a normal, a rational state of mind would do something very unobtrusive and uh, thoughtful as to stop traffic with a huge giant spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, a, like a firewall? Like a giant ice spear in the middle of 35W? I do not wish to comment at this time. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's so exciting. High-speed chase culminating in a standoff with the guards. I mean, the guards did come, right? You you weren't able to just sling a giant ice spear into the middle of the Dwarven city? Uh, yeah, we, we did get Swan Rocks in, though, which is very, much more important. And in the end, uh, we really, you know, it was almost like there was a benevolent god looking down upon us, helping us fail forward because we ended up meeting the king because of all this. Outsiders meeting the king of the dwarves. Oh my gods. Talk about the story of the century. So you met the king. What, did you become best friends with him too? Seems like you make friends really easily. No. 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 No, 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 no. No, uh, he had a worm. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Everyone in the room has turned to look at me and I'm incredibly uncomfortable, but he did have a worm do you mean a worm tongue yes that is not the same <laughs> i was uh abbreviating listen everyone on avalis knows of the common colloquial expression 
when you have just a weird guy that's always hanging around and, you know, licking the shell of your ear, that's called a worm tongue. We all know it. Yeah, we all know that. Like, when you're a king and someone is around <laughs> and they smell like cold cheese and they tell you that your sister is hot and they're called a worm tongue. But they're not called a worm. That's a whole different thing. I was trying to make a new abbreviation. I'm trying to advance the language. Stop well, making worm try to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's confusing. I think it made perfect sense. <laughs> I'm sorry, Corbin. I don't know. I feel like being in here, we're all at each other's throats. And I know whose fault it is. <laughs> well, you know, it's totally understandable. I did just pull you out of a potentially dangerous and life-threatening situation, which you don't currently recall. And don't worry about it. You'll be put right back in there with no context later. Great. But it does explain your emotional states a little bit. So don't worry about it. Anyway. Did you get a juice? Have a juice. What kind I don't of juice? Want your, I don't want your... Garbage. What kind of juice? <laughs> Uh, it's Cran Apple. What's the brand? It, yeah, is it name brand or uh It's Squelches. Make it a Mots, goddammit! <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. <Pretty> <laughs> yeah, alright, I, I the juice did help. I all think right. my blood sugar was low. Yeah. <laughs> alright, we both feeling a little better, a little calmed down. Yeah, I guess. Alright. Let's continue then. So High speed chase. You meet the king. He's got a worm tongue. He has a worm. <laughs> he, he like many kings, has a worm. So yeah, um, yeah. There was a guy there, uh, Counselor Tarn, uh, and he was telling the king all kinds of sorts of stuff, what to do, and he also gave us some very weird vibes. I mean, and the funny thing is. You know, th this king truly didn't even need a worm tongue. He was kind of, you know... He already of, sucked. Yeah, like, he, he could have just been corrupt all on his own. But, no, you know, you gotta, you gotta double, double worm it. I hate it when they double worm me. <laughs> Corbin, I think worm is really catching on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I criticized Thank it earlier, you. but now I'm realizing that the efficiency of uh, it's good. syllables really helps with the flow of sentence it's structure. It's good. You know what? I feel like I feel like I've been manipulated, and I feel like you're the worm. Fran, <laughs> <laughs> drink your juice. <laughs> All right. So, you met the king. You met his worm. What happened next? Did you make best friends with him? Uh, no, he sucked really bad. Did he see Taron disguises at this point? Taron, Taron did. Yeah, Taron but did. But he didn't tell the king. No, but he no. gave us a weird look. Yeah, okay. We he, knew. So, yeah. so to, to give context, we disguised ourselves as dwarves to get into the underground dwarven city. Of course. We weren't just walking around being uh, beardless heathens. Yeah, we, uh, we were all being really subtle and doing nothing that would draw any attention. Yeah, like normal, non-magical dwarf stuff. Of course. I'm the one who gave us the disguises, so I don't want to <laughs> hear it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I need more juice, but uh, to move on, Taren sucks. Uh, he, he has bad vibes all around, just a really rancid person in general. And by the by... Selmy is married to the king. Yeah, that's true. Drama bomb. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is a drama bomb. Yeah. So does that make her queen? Uh, not exactly. Well, she's like cut one of them. I mean, I don't think I don't kind think of. marriage. 
really means the same thing. No, it's different. Below it's the different. earth. Um, I've never understood all of that, but we can move on. It's more of a political thing. Got it. Got it. So you didn't make best friends with the king. Did that mean you got thrown in jail? Uh, yeah, funny thing. Uh... The king really uh, just wasn't into our whole vibe. Uh, no thanks to Taryn, but, you know, again, I, I don't think we would have been doing great on that front anyway. A little wormy. Uh, so, yeah, we got thrown in jail, um, which, you know, wasn't great because we didn't have magic in there for helping with the whole getting out thing. And, uh, of course, we were pretty worried about Swan, seeing as he's uh, he's been through a lot. Was Swan in jail with you as, as well? Uh, no, he'd been taken somewhere else by Counselor Tarn. Oh, goodness. So how did you get out? There was something on the ground and Selny below the ground. <laughs> the, the thing on the ground was like a escape hatch that Selny left for us, Corbin. You're the one that found it. I, I'm confused. Dang, this, this brain fog's really bad this time. I hope, I hope we don't ever have to do this again. Don't worry. The damage is cumulative. Now continue. Huh? Okay. Oh. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, Selny rescued us, and I guess she had escaped from jail before, and because she, she was a, you know, a, a criminal of some kind. We didn't know really what she had been doing at the time. But anyway, she, 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 she leveraged this experience of breaking out of jail into marrying the king to keep control of the smuggling into Esudel. And so she's actually a very powerful political figure, uh, not just a random pirate in a cave, as we originally thought. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, you got out eventually. That's the important part. So what happened once you were out? What happened with Swan Roxon? Where did he get taken? Oh. oh. <sighs> well, you know. So, no, I don't. I'm really asking. Um, so there were all of these vats. Well, he wasn't in a vat. No, but that's how it started. We we encountered a lot of vats on our way in. Yeah. To the Titacairn. The Titacairn? What was that? Um, it's the science center uh, that Councilman Tairn is in charge of. Basically, we suspected that they were using magic and... Uh, Corbin had a dream about dwarven sacrifices, and yep. um, so we figured that's probably where they took our friend, Swan. Yeah. And if he was there, probably nothing good was happening to him. So, so we had to get there, and we did go through a lot of vats to get mm -hmm. there, but we didn't fall into them, and we didn't become Jokerfied, um, like happened on the classic uh, Estra TV show, uh, Magical <laughs> Batman, the animated series. Yeah. I don't know why I, I just felt. Well, don't you? We reenacted those episodes for your sake. Yeah, you oh, remember. that's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it it was pretty um bad in there once we made it in. Yeah, you could say there were blood. There was blood in body parts. Yeah, you could say there was cannibalism. You could say that a uh, finger was eaten. You could say that it was Swan's finger. You could say that it was uh, Swan's finger. I mean, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. You could say that Fran got seduced by mushrooms. Uh, uh, now we're really getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, I mean, the first thing, well, we figured out, well, well there had been this problem in the, in the city where people were getting addicted to these spores. And, well, we found out that the place that the spores were coming from 
uh, was, in fact, the Titacairn, and that the place in the Titacairn where they were getting the spores was, uh, well, the heart of the giant at the center of the mountain. The, the mushrooms were, were growing on it. Oh, gods. And what were they doing with these spores? Uh, they were, like, drugging poor people in Esadel, basically, and then using their bones to make a dragon. It's because the it's... spores were magic, and they irradiated the bones of people who ate them with magic. So they were basically making people have magic bodies. Which they were harvesting. Which they were then harvesting for dragon purposes. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, but... Taryn also was eating them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I just want to stop here really quick and say I eat a lot of things. But I would not eat a person. Anyway, (laughs) Swan was there and uh, not in a good way. He was, like, impaled on an iron tree. It was very dark and uh, ritualistic and... And Taryn ate his pinky, but we saved him. We got him out, and we destroyed the Tidacaran basically on our way out as well. And we ate snacks. Not people. Uh, yeah, they were they were normal. Yeah, were no normal one, snacks. No one was implying that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Fran summoned a demon, and uh, pretty much just uh, smashed the whole place up. And then, uh, as a result of, of, well, um, you know, the big, uh, event there, uh, we kind of ended up being the most wanted criminals in Esadel. Oh, goodness. Did they make wanted posters with your faces on it? Did they make a good likeness? Ha ha ha! Well, they were, they were, uh, good likenesses of our disguises created by moi. Uh, but then I changed our disguises, so, no. Clever. Yeah, good thinking, Fran. So what did you do next? Where did you go now that you're the most wanted criminals in Esadel? Well, uh, Selmy took us uh, to stay with some of her friends and lay low and eat soup while we figured out what to do next. And we learned some things about the king and Selmy and Selmy's friends. Um, and basically that she had a big group of uh, vigilante freedom fighters. And she's trying to change things in Esadel for the better. And then the king had them all killed. Um, and, and then uh, put Selene in jail. And then Selene married the king who killed all of her good close friends. To, to save the rest to, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a tragic backstory. But I guess everything that she did led to her being cool Selene, Wolf of the Waves. Strong Selmy. Uh, Strong Selmy. I think I'm so the, sorry. The, the the interdimensional forces are uh, also messing with you. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> my brain is complete soup. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you a god? No. Are you a ghost? No. Are you? Are you a person? No. What are you? I mean, unclear. Let's continue. So, what happened next? Well, uh, we found out that the council was convening to try us in absentia. That means we wouldn't be there, and they were gonna have us killed without us even being there to die. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, kind of. They yeah. Were, uh, it's more like they were trying to pin all the weird events on us uh, that they themselves had been causing. Uh, by drugging their population, uh, uh, working with Torva, making Dwarven sacrifices, etc., etc., etc. But then we had an amazing idea to show up to the trial and convince everyone that was gathered there uh, that the real culprits were Tarn and the king. But uh, we did need to get some evidence first. So how did you do that? Did you work with the police or are you kidding me? No, no, no. We uh we we went hog wild. We ran, we split up. We ran throughout the city. We collected evidence from all corners of Estadel. Mm-hmm. We got a statement from the families of the victims that had been kidnapped by the Titacairn. We gathered a paper trail for the selling of of mushrooms. We got blueprints of the Titacairn that showed that there was a secret chamber where they were going down to go to the heart of the giant that lives under the earth, or that uh, makes the earth. Uh, and we also checked out the scene of the crime. But Fran... A little slugbird told me you had a secret rendezvous with a certain someone during this time. You know Gary? <laughs> Gary and I are best friends. Darius, did you know about this? No, Darius and I are mortal enemies. Let's continue. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, my, my, my BF Phelan uh, got clopped in half. So basically, when we were in the void... Uh, he kind of got, like, condensed down into this really weird version of himself where he had to betray himself because he's the betrayer and he split into two halves. Um, and one of them came with me, the the part that was less betray-y or, 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 or the good parts of Phelan that, you know, wanted to be better. And then the really super betray parts stayed in the void as Folin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so now Fran has two boyfriends and she won't let me have either of them. It's complicated, Corbett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so he, he's hanging out, showing up. Ugh. He, he, he's still hot. I don't know. Oh, what is a girl to do juggling all these suitors? Even if the two suitors are the same suitor who was split in half by the void. It's spicy. (laughs) So how did the trial go? Really good. Amazing. I was the lead lawyer. Yeah, friend was pretty impressive. Yeah. We marched into the courtroom with all of our evidence. We had our testimonies, clever rhetorical arguments. Slake and I sat in silence for the majority of the trial. <laughs> we had been barred from speaking. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I thought that Fran did a, a really good job. Yeah, it's true, Fran. But Slake, you, in your silence, didn't you kind of see what else was going on? Yeah, uh, well, I was kind of looking around, and uh, wouldn't you know it, who who showed up at our trial but fake Phelan? Uh, and then, crazy, funny thing happened. He uh, kind of murdered the king. Yeah. Um, and then... Right, right in front of us, uh, right when we were about to win our trial. Yeah, the king was killed in cold blood, yep. Yep, and uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, his uh, body ended up being a vessel uh, to summon Torva. Into the courtroom with everyone in there and also us. Yeah. Oh, goodness. What a pickle. How'd you get out of that one? Yeah, it sure was a pickle. 
<laughs> yeah, that's definitely how I would describe it. Well, basically, Mary put up a shield uh, to hold him off, but um, he had forces that had kind of already broken through Esadel's defenses. Yeah, basically this whole time there'd also been another dragon trying to break in through the door. Yeah. Uh, It was pretty dire. It was so dire that we couldn't even mention how dire that was, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, There there was a lot going on. Um... Yeah, in retrospect, maybe we shouldn't have gone to our own trial, but, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Hey, you live and you laugh and you love and you learn and then you die. Um. <laughs> you said it, Worm. <laughs> Anyways, um, then we made really good decisions. And there were a lot of lizards and no one made any mistakes and, and threw any bombs at anyone. <laughs> And then we got everyone on a train, and it was everything was fine. Uh, well, um, there was a dragon, you know, um, that was kind of uh, attacking the city and everyone in it. So yeah, we did have to kind of rush out. Uh, yeah, we almost died. Yeah, mainly me. Yeah, mostly Fran. Well, I mean, I was hit by some um, fiery projectiles. It was unreal. That was for enemy enemy projectiles. <laughs> sure, right. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. <laughs> oh. But anyway, it's all, you know, water under the bridge. <laughs> uh, we made it out, and we're all feeling extremely emotionally well-regulated, mm-hmm. as are the citizens who uh, have had to abandon their home as Torva came in and destroyed it. And now we're on a train. Well, now we're in the the uh, another... Pocket dimension, but we, before we were on a train. We were on I a think. train, uh, on our way into the unknown. Uh, I guess maybe that's why we're all so tense. My goodness, you three have really been through so much, and you have so much hardship ahead of you. Can you not say that? Hey, what do you know? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It seems like things are really winding up for a big finale now. At least we have juice. All the cards are on the table. All the potatoes are in the pot. But I know the three of you are great big heroes and you will prevail. And frankly, I can't wait to see how you do it. So I'll send you back to your reality now. Bye-bye. Oh, God. Hold on. I'm going to be sick. I hate you, my lady. And thanks for tuning in to Recap News.